Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Right, good evening fellas, good evening listeners, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast with me, Troy, uh, Jay and Aaron. How are we this week, chaps? Well good, mate. Aaron, you look very confused. What's the matter, Aaron? Just unprofessionalism in my phone, just beeping, you know, um, <laughs> as soon as we start, but <laughs> that's great. No um, bother. You're good? Eh, I burnt my finger during the week, if that helps. <laughs> the highlight of your week. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, look, it sticks out of nothing. That's disgusting. I'm glad this isn't a video podcast, because that's vile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, we'll kick things off with a bit of news. Um Breaking news, if you like. Um, word coming out that WWE are making some more staff cuts. Uh, first one to go has been Gerald Briscoe. Uh, he announced it on his Twitter earlier on, so he got a phone call off Vince saying he was no longer needed. Uh, Jay, we were talking a moment ago. Um, where yeah. else do you see this going? Um, well, I, I was reading into it, like, literally as we were setting all it up. Um, it sounds like it's mainly, like, travel and event stuff. So, obviously, the they've got no need for them right now because they've got the Thunderdome. They're all in the one place. Yeah. Um, there's still talent that travels like cross country. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems a bit weird, the, tra- the travel side and also leading into another news thing. I've got in a second to bring up, uh, they're looking at having the Royal Rumble somewhere other than the Thunderdome. So, oh, okay. Why did get rid of their events and, um, travel staff then like now, when the planning for January is a bit, bit odd, but it seems like it's mainly furlough people are just not mm. bringing back. Okay, interesting. Well, um, well, wasn't the Thunderdome only for until end of October anyway? Yeah, and then they're going to review Amway Center. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, fair yeah. enough. I mean, to be fair, the likelihood is I imagine they'll carry on there for a bit. I mean, there's, there's no reason why they shouldn't. I don't think they're going to be getting crowds back in anytime soon. And Thunderdome seems to be serving them well. So yeah, it all seems to be hinging on, um, the NBA and N- NHL because mm. they use the same arenas. Um, if they can have, um, fans back by, uh, October, then that's when you need to think about moving it. Mm-hmm. We shall see. We shall see. And obviously, the more on that uh, that happens, we'll, we'll update you. Um, other points that I've got here, just a few little tidbits and takeaways. Uh, AJ Styles uh, said recently he would like to face Triple H in his last match. Any of you guys hear about that? I saw it, yeah. Um, be interesting, that, because he's already retired. Taker. Hmm. Uh, I've just realised it's not a video podcast, so I've just quotations. As I said, retired there. Funny Taker's years. not retired. No way, he'll be back. Um, yeah, Vince needs him to do one more. That's it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'd be interesting should that happen. Um, be a good match. Be a very good match. Yeah, really. really I want. Good. I want Styles and Sean. That's what I want. Of course you do. We <laughs> all Stiles do. Styles and yeah. Ziggler, or Styles Ziggler and Sean. Imagine, imagine. Stage um, getting pissed off at all the super kicks he has to take. <laughs> Other rumours coming out uh, this week is apparently on the cards is a tag team unification between the SmackDown and Raw tag team belts. Um, we'll get into it a little later on Raw. But Are they actually was- going down that road? Possibly. This again, just a rumor that came out this week. They've supposedly had a newly designed, I say newly, a updated version of the SmackDown uh, Tag Team Championship since just after so WrestleMania. It's not the two P's. Say again. It's not the two P's. Is it's it? It's not the two P's. <laughs> they've uh, they've they've had <laughs> a new one apparently. <laughs> apparently ready <laughs> since then, um, but are yet to unveil it. Uh, and there is talk of a unification. Um, and as I say, we'll, we'll discuss it a little later when talking about Raw. Um, but there is maybe hints towards that, possibly. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Would you like to see them unified or are you happy separate? I mean, 
the rate they're splitting up tag teams at the moment, they they don't need to have two tag divisions. Mm. They don't need to have three tag divisions, including yeah. NXT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is true. Um, other news that I've got down here: uh, Fred Rosser, formerly known as Darren Young, um, is in New Japan. Mister No Days Off. Mister No Days Off. Yeah, um, I haven't followed him much uh, since he left WWE. Um, I don't think he's done much. No, he's, not been... dis- he's been disappeared for a while. Like. Mm. I see. Like, I don't think he not... really did. Okay, well, he's there. That's a thing. Uh, so yeah, another little bit of news. Um, another uh, bit I read was Ring of Honor um, have reinstated the Pure Championship title and a sixty-man tournament. Indeed, yeah. Well, I yeah. don't follow Ring of Honor and haven't done before. Are you able to give me a bit the of info pure, on what, what that title is? The, yeah, the Pure Championship. Um, they actually unified it in Liverpool. Um, it was a match which was uh, Daniel Bryan aka well Brian Danielson aka mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan against Nigel McGuinness um to unify the world and pure titles they beat the living piss out of each other. I think I saw bits of, was that um, on the Nigel McGuinness documentary they show a couple of I little highlights of that. bits of it yeah. Yeah yeah absolute bloodbath of a match um I, I was meant to go that night I couldn't go I was gutted. Oh, it haunted me. Um, <laughs> but the pure title, it's basically it's all about pure wrestling, like grabs, grabs, and more grabs. Yeah, right. right. Um, the main thing is you only get three rope breaks a match, and after okay. that, you've got to just rely on reversals of submissions. As I say, it's it's all about technical wrestling. Interesting. Here. It's, it's a cool idea. I thought Nate. it was quite a surprise when they got rid of it right. the first time around. Okay. Well, there was only there was only what four champions or something last time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So interesting. So yeah, there's uh, as Aaron said, a 16 man uh, sort of bracketed tournament uh, to decide uh, a new uh, a new pure champion. Um, Josiah or Josiah Josiah, I think his name is Williams, um, is back in NXT. So he's the guy that came out and rapped to Undisputed Era's song with Adam Cole, I believe. Um, he's also got um, a wrestling flow. YouTube yeah. channel, which is him yeah. rap, rapping about wrestlers. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Really uh, so he's back. Uh, Keith Lee also then tweeted out, can you make me a new song? Which I think yeah. everyone wants. <laughs> That'd be awesome. No, it, really went, good. it went dot, 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 dot. Dot 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 dot. Make me some new music, please. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, we'll um, see that. I, I hope they actually do that this time because when they signed him, they were using him more as like a ring announcer. Um, mm. Which, I mean, if you sign a rapper, why would you have him fucking wasting ring talent? Wasting yeah. talent. He, and he's he's like he's actually released um, when he was furloughed. He released his own um, like. It was it was an EP, I guess. Um, oh yes, I saw. Yeah, yeah. And he's really talented. Like he he does a couple of music in good people's music in um, AW and Impact as well. Oh okay, sweet, sweet. Um, well, hopefully, is that yeah. a thing to boast about? <laughs> fingers, <laughs> yeah. fingers crossed. We'll, we'll <laughs> take it all, <laughs> from him. all ex-WWE guys. So like it's like that. What they've been released, all they've left, and then he's done the music for them. Hmm. Not like. Not like the some of the shit that AEW and Impact put out as their music. <laughs> yeah. So moving on to the last little bit of news that I've got, Xavier Woods uh, and WWE have uh, announced they're doing an up, up, down, down online shop. They're starting that, which oh, is sweet. pretty cool. Um, I don't know why they're not doing it through the regular store or the Euro shop, but if there's enough merch on its own to have its own shop, it's kind of cool. I mean, I've got... Oh, cut it off, it's third party. <laughs> I've, 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 got an, days. <laughs> I've got an up up down down championship here um, and I got that so I'm definitely up to buying more more tat yeah. off them more tat. shite <laughs> i got plenty just plenty say what it is <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys got any any news from this week uh, we were just talking about crazy Steve then um, that he's he's blind yeah, right. Is it he's got ear cataracts. He, he adds, yeah, Aaron said cataracts in his ears. Um, he doesn't know how the head works. Um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, oh. so he, he was born with cataracts, um, had them removed, and he's basically just not had good vision since. Uh, he right. says he said it was based on like the colours of the ropes and the production value of the show. Like if it's well lit, you can see you can see better. It's basically just like blares and shapes. But mm. I mean, the fact that he's like such a good wrestler and he's he's blind, that's insane. That's like, mental. Yeah. And he's hidden that he's blind as well. Like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madness. Um, only well, other bits I've sorted. got. <laughs> well, he said, he said it's only going to get worse, so... Oh, man. Yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah, the only, only other bits I've got is the Royal Rumble thing, mm-hmm. um, which was that they're, they're looking at two venues, not the Thunderdome, and they're aiming to have fans back in attendance before the Royal Rumble. Wow, okay. Um, that come out la- late last night. Um, apparently, yeah, they're, again, they're just waiting to see what the NBA and the NHL mm-hmm. are doing in regards to that. Yeah. Um, Let them fuck up first and then WWE can see what they've gone wrong and, and sort it out. <laughs> yeah, or, or just basically make sure they, they're like doing it right and not yeah, just yeah, yeah. doing it the way Vince would do it. Yeah, of course. Which is probably think it's not real. <laughs> it's a sign kind of weakness. Um, yeah, the other it won't the be other as good as well. Won't be as good as this year's Rumble, will it, Aaron? But I mean, we're biased. No, <laughs> no not at all. Not I, at all. I, I had a great time watching that in bed, <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying to keep the noise down. <laughs> we did not keep the noise down. That stadium was loud. <laughs> yeah, I didn't keep I, the fucking noise down voice. when Edge came out. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> There's a I video. Me felt it wasn't happening. <laughs> there's a, there's a video floating is. about somewhere of me absolutely losing my shit when that happened. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want it to resurface because I sound like a girl at a take that concert. <laughs> um, I, do, I don't know if it was a whole me shouting Ziggler Ziggler no when he was getting speared or me wooing constantly the whole night, but I lost my voice that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> not surprised <laughs> <laughs> what else did you um, have for us Jay so Renee Young um, obviously left WWE she announced her non it's kind of like a non-compete clause I guess right. um, the amount of times she's not allowed to be signed to another wrestling company uh, if we want to see Renee in AW it's going to be a while uh, a year wow yeah not got the usual uh, three months. She's got a full year, so Jeez. she's allowed to do anything. She, she. I think it's partly to do with a Fox contract. Um, right. I, I literally skinned the article about it and mm. just saw the, the thing. But um, she's still signed to Fox because um, right. that show that she did with Punk on Fox was basically a complete separate thing. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't under a WWE contract, was it? Yeah, it was under a Fox Sports contract, so that's why. Um, that's that's why she's got like a longer clause because she's still with them as well. So we're right. all out, I guess. I mean, she's uh, a sports and, broadcaster at heart. There's no reason why she wouldn't just stand up yeah. box and just do. Well, she was working on like she was working on other sports when she came to WWE, wasn't she? Like in Canada, mm. um, so it was ice hockey or something like that. Possibly, yeah, probably. I don't remember? Yeah. Um, um, so has everyone got their news done? No. The only yet, other no. bit is. Oh, um, sorry. The Marty Janetti stuff. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm going to meet him in Liverpool. Oh, oh, are you? <laughs> Barbershop window. Hi. Um, yeah, so he, he basically come out about the fact that he, com- he confessed to a murder, saying it was part of a storyline. Um, Bullshit. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you right know there, mate? With a cough. Just a, a bit of a tickle. Bit of a, I'm gonna test. Gonna get that um, checked. Get that checked. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, um, he basically said it was a storyline that was going to help his friend, who was a, apparently a, a former police officer, get his job back as a police officer by them having a wrestling match and Marty coming willingly if he lost. Fucking hell. What? Um, how big is his shovel to keep kind of digging that? that? That, that sounds more far-fetched than the fact that he killed a drug dealer behind the bowling alley. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. I'd have, just, I'd have just stuck with that and just, just, yeah. not kept um, digging. Yeah, apparently the police actually like investigated it and 
Good coming for questioning, and that's why that's why he wanted to say it was a storyline. As you do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did, did... Mr. Born Christian, could you please help your old friend Marichene? <laughs> coming from your number one fan, Aaron. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, if it works in Puerto Rico for a storyline. Well. <laughs> they did the whole Carlos Colon avenging Bruiser Brody's death in Puerto Rico. Oh. Never mentioned never mentioned Bruiser Brody. Ever. No. <laughs> Ever. Uh, anything else from you, Jay? Uh, the only other thing is the G1. Um, we will, will talk about that at a later date. Because we'll be going more in-depth about uh, the, the announced Block A and Block B. Uh, we'll probably be talking about that. After the SmackDown, way we're, sounds, the sounds way like we're it's going to be a tasty one. It will be. Yeah. If you like your New Japan, trust me, we're going to talk a lot of shit about it. <laughs> yeah. I think okay. once once they announce the schedule, um, we'll probably look at what matches look like really good ones and talk yeah. about them as opposed to... Because the G1's fucking exhausting. I don't know what's the whole thing. <laughs> I, I don't want to see... I'll sacrifice Yanu. <laughs> no thank you um, I'll sacrifice myself that's fine one, one for the team Aaron cheers mate yeah, <laughs> yeah. have you got any news for us Aaron before we uh, we move on yep the, saving the best or last but yeah look how excited he is happy happy 12th birthday to TNA legend suicide <laughs> 12th birthday <laughs> so I Assuming a lot of folk don't get this joke, Suicide was made in the video game TNA Impact, which came out 12 years ago today. Great game. Oh, so, okay. Happy I birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Suicide. Happy birthday. <laughs> what a way to finish. <laughs> and it was it was a great game, actually. A really good game. I've still, I've got, I bought it again for the TNA. Awesome. That's, um, that could be another future episode of, uh, of the Entitled Wrestling Podcast is uh, discussing some wrestling games because, my God, there's been a lot. Um, some oh, absolute yeah. stinkers and some absolute classics. So, uh, yeah, look out for that one coming up soon. So, moving on to this week's Monday Night Raw. So, Raw opens up with Michael Cole on the announce desk. Uh, Tom Phillips is away, apparently. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard. Did he have one too many Coronas? <laughs> a case of them. Um, I think he had 19 of them. No. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but they come in boxes of 20. <laughs> yeah, they only needed uh, 19. <laughs> so, yeah, Michael Cosman Raw, uh, for whatever reason. Um, Orton opens up Raw. Um, it's announced we're getting Orton against Keith Lee again. Um, I. I'm not sure how I feel on that. Like, did you hear about the um, the chaos role was in? No. Um, so apparently, Vince literally got on his uh, private jet from wherever the fuck he lives, uh, Stanford, Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah. and he decided to read the raw script on the flight over. Um, wow. Yeah. Ripped it all up and went, and they didn't actually announce him any matches until just over an hour before the show aired. Good grief. Because Vince decided it needed the rewrite, which explains why Raw was in the state it was this week. Yeah, yes, it does. It was all in the bloody shop. What's the excuse for every other week then? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we get true. Orton against uh, Lee announced again. Um, I feel a little bit like Lee has been just kind of used as a set piece in this Orton and uh, Drew feud. Um, yeah, I'm sure he won't get left by the wayside, but I don't know. I feel it's a difficult one. I feel if you're going to put anyone in that kind of middle spot to fuel the rivalry between them, don't put someone that you really want to push. But equally, if you really want to push someone, why not put them against arguably the biggest hit in the company? I feel that the reason they're putting Keith in there with that like whole thing is they want him to seem like an equal to them. Mm. Um, because uh, as we've said, the a few times now they've not really got anyone behind Drew as like a top babyface. True, true. They've got they've got Drew and that's that's it. They 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 need to make that, which is why you've got Keith and Dominic uh, Mysterio getting mm. 
kind of showcased a bit more. Yeah, they they clearly want to push Dominic as as a big baby face as well. So yeah, um, so Orton cuts a little bit of a promo, um, turns to the camera and says, um, "I could list the amount of people that I've arcaded in the head over the years, but we wouldn't have time. Raw only runs three hours. Ha <laughs> ha, only three hours." Um, way too long. photoshopped like he did last week. <laughs> yeah. Put them all in a picture for us. <laughs> I can photoshop for them. I'll, I'll do the face <laughs> for them. Um, then we get some ambulance sirens entering the arena, to which Samoan Joe pipes up with, "What's that? What the fuck do you think it is, Joe? <laughs> ambulance siren? What are you? Where have you been? Holla you... if you hear me. Holla, <laughs> it's it's big it's, Papa Pump. <laughs> it's big Piper Pump, Scottish Steiner." Scottish Steiner. <laughs> Super. Holler so, if you hear me. <laughs> so Drew emerges from the back. Um, they have a bit of a scuffle. Well, so I say it's a scuffle. He gets in the ring and Orton absolutely took a claymore to the face. Like, yeah. really took it. He kicked him to oblivion. <laughs> right, he the, did. The, the first time of many... <laughs> this is a reoccurring theme on this Monday night's episode. It is. It's got. <laughs> is he going to have a frat, a hairline fracture again? He might. Well, he might have. Have, he might have, a, this one. He might mean, have a broken face. He might a have a broken, broken face. face. I think, judging by the amount of like blows to the head, Randy Orton took in this episode of Raw, like it, you can tell WWE won the co- concussion lawsuit, can't you? Fucking hell! <laughs> the amount of CTE have. they teased in this show. It's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> he's going he's gonna to have a bit of Benoit brain by the end of this. Wow, let's don't go there. That's terrible. <laughs> Fuck, why have I invited you to Too this? Deep. Too deep. <laughs> okay, rewind. <laughs> Moving on, backstage we get uh, MVP um, and the Hurt Business. I say MVP and the Hurt Business. We get the Hurt Business uh, having some chats and some banter. Um, and then there's the guy mopping up or whatever it is, and they say, "What did you say about Shelton's mama?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, I forgot about Shelton's mama." Little call back there. I definitely like that. bring her back as the manager of the hurt business. <laughs> I thought she died. I thought they killed her off. Oh, did they? Well, know. this is WWE. You can bring anyone back. It's it's fine. She just <laughs> she just didn't come back on telly after one week. <laughs> so we get that. Um, we then get Postman Pierce. Uh, this this is his official name, and I won't hear him called by anything else. Postman Pierce backstage um, asking Drew to leave. Definitely not leaving. Um, and then Later, obviously <laughs> giving his uh, his security staff the pep talk. Don't let anyone else in. Someone else is definitely coming in. Um, it's yeah. like they're just feeding it us. It's just like leave a little bit to the imagination. Tease us a little bit. He's a postman because he never delivers on his promises. (laughs) Promise Drew was out the arena arena four times. And that's the joke. Or Randy Orton. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's the the whole bit. Standard. (laughs) Then we get a six-man tag match. The T-Cubs. That's the the talented, uh, underused brothers. Chronically underused brothers uh, against the Hurt Business. Um, It was over... Fairly quickly, but for obvious reasons, um, Apollo goes into tag Ricochet. Uh, Cedric pulls him down, beats him up, gets in the ring, gives Apollo the lumbar check, um, and yeah, that was it. So we got he wrapped Ricochet around that um, ring barrier as well, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, Ricochet uh, almost he... landed on his feet. Ricochet's like Stretch Armstrong it's ridiculous yeah that uh, that lumbar check as well looked horrible like yeah it did you you forget how like nasty a move it is when Mm. you see Cedric Alexander win by roll-ups all the fucking time yeah 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 and then when he busts out a lumbar check forgot about that beaut (laughs) so yeah yeah. it was it was over kind of fairly quickly but obviously it was over quickly to serve as fuel for for the turn um which you said you thought was going to be ricochet you were you were confident it was going to be ricochet it could I, still be ricochet i oh, i really wanted it to be ricochet um in my heart i thought it was going to be ricochet and then vince happened and ruined it for everyone uh, <laughs> that, Sorry, that being want... said cedric alexander was awesome at, like healing it up on raw oh week. absolutely um, yeah i was really impressed by him i thought he was great um yeah. Yeah, really, so, really cool. Yeah, Jamie don't get heel ricochet, but there's still time. Well, don't, yeah. don't don't pretend you didn't want that last week. 
Want what last Your week? Your ricochet. Your ricochet. No, no, Rick- no, no, no. I'm not saying I didn't like ricochet turning would be awesome, and I really, really like to have seen it. And that's not to say it won't happen. I doubt it will. It may happen later, later down the line, not necessarily within this storyline. Um, but yeah, I, I won't deny that it would have been cool to see it. But I think the like they're going to go with the obvious, aren't they? WWE oh, yeah. don't do don't do swerves that get you excited. They give you the obvious. Certainly or give you swerves that don't get you excited. <laughs> no, all, all that, all that. Um, did anyone notice that although Benjamin got the pin, they played Lashley's music? <laughs> yep. yep. Did they? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. It's because hey, I'm astute. Hey. That's my job as a reporter. Yeah. The it, correspondent. It shows, it shows how invested in this week's Raw I was after two segments. <laughs> I was already half you? paying attention. How dare you disrespect number 478 in the world like that? <laughs> Have you got the list up on the side of your wall just to really quickly refer to it? Yeah, it's just up there right in front of me. Just a whole <laughs> massive canvas. So next up, we get the Street Profits against Andrade and Gaza again. Um, you can definitely tell the script was ripped up beforehand, can't you? Um, so yeah, we get that. At least he's promoting recycling, I suppose. Well, yeah, yeah. Environment and all of that. Yeah, from last week. <laughs> uh, we get Gaza come out first, strike his pose. Andrade walks straight past him. So, obviously, there's the tension there. Um, and then that was pretty much it. it it's a nothing, a nothing match that we've seen before. They said, they said something that upset Gaza. He jumped off the apron and fucked off. Yeah. Got, got the fuck out of Dodge. Fine. Another tag team split up, two in two segments. Yep. It's just, yeah. The so going over like bowling we've, pins. We've um, had these four at it this week, last week, Payback. Were they Summer at Payback? Slam? No, Slam or Payback. Slam. One of the two. Yeah. Three weeks in the trot, boys. Yeah. Let, let me just... Let me just consult Twitter on something. Carry on. I'll, I'll let you know how many times he's done it. <laughs> no uh, worries. Um, also... What the fuck was the ref doing on that pin? Did anyone notice that he kind of he came in to, to take the pin and, and he sort of span round a little bit and the ref had to kind of almost recount and it was a bit weird. It was a bit shit. Was that was that the one where he counted four? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you now, yeah. Yeah. Um then we get uh Cesaro and Nakamura appear. On Raw, the SmackDown. <laughs> so this, like I mentioned earlier with the news, could or could not hint into a unification. Not necessarily next week when this schedule match is due to take place. I also thought they'd have waited a little bit to have a champions versus champions. Um, they're not waiting because Survivor Series. They're not waiting till Survivor Series because they know they're not going to be champions by then. <laughs> Which one? Who is going to be champion? Neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> So, They're not even going to remember who's champions by then. No. <laughs> I'm surprised Vince knows who half the fucking teams are. He breaks them up that quick. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, so, yeah, we've got that. Um, there was a little bit of back and forth between. Apparently, the reason that they're allowed to challenge them is the quarterly brand invitational, which I, is forgot, this thing was, still a thing? I forgot it was still a thing. That's because it that only how- happens four times a year, apparently. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't no. remember the last time it happened. Well, just... Survivor Series is going to be fucking interesting, isn't it? If they can't build it that way. <laughs> yeah. Bailey yeah. and Sasha do it every week, so how does that work? Uh, that's the thing. The, um, <laughs> oh, women the women's tag team were into brand. That's it, exactly. Or whatever. Not, the, not like... The... the women's tag team championships are an anomaly, much like the they're division. Allowed, they're allowed to go wherever they want. Yeah. Not like yeah. Other they were the Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's the point. How is the 24-7 title not? Yet the women's tag team championships are because the twenty four seven title was made by USA because they wanted another belt. Jesus <laughs> wept. Like so, yeah, genuinely that that's why they've got that belt. Oh wow! And that's why it looks so shit because they made it like with like a week's in, notice in about an hour. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll just slap some plates on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, what's his name? Um, they make a joke about them being the bar 2.0 and Cesaro should get tested for an STD because he's had so many partners. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, 
Nakamura genuinely pissing them off, trying to say we want the smoke. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. You were getting so annoyed at him. <laughs> I have found a new love for Nakamura after Raw. I think it was the only bit I really enjoyed, to be honest. <laughs> well, I, I watched them talking smack um, on Sunday um, Sunday afternoon, and like they've got Cesaro and Nakamura on that, and they've got like a proper bromance going. Nice. Like Cesaro's like, oh yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura's like the coolest guy I've ever met. And Nakamura's like, Cesaro's genuinely like one of the best wrestlers I've ever worked with. It's like, oh, oh. Oh, friends. Oh, they heels. Oh, they team heels. friends. <laughs> Wholesome little bastards. Wholesome bastards. Did uh, did you find out your little your little fact from, from Twitter? No, it's it's been moved around on Twitter somewhere, so I can't okay. find where it was from. Um, no worries. It was, it was basically how many times like that that combination of wrestled in mm-hmm. some form each other. That's including singles matches. It was something like twenty odd. Jeez, it was like twenty two times or something like that since April. That's ridiculous. Um, so we then get uh, a segment for the twenty four seven title. Um, Archie sat down and some dinner. Kira Tazawa comes in with Bon Appetit. Um, actually, before I say that. He was talking to little little Jimmy. He was talking to little Jimmy, which is quite. So little Jimmy's a thing again. Yes, apparently. Yeah. They were out like, having a romantic meal. Ima- imagine you're like eight years old. Didn't w- you were too young to watch it back then? Didn't have a clue who little Jimmy was. What would you be asking? Who was Arthur talking to? Why are they called little Jimmy? How old are they? <laughs> so many questions. So many questions. Arthur's gimmery. Our truth's gimmick at this point is just like the local nutter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The fellow who talks himself and... They'll uh, have him come out in a straight jacket next week. He's got his own fucking game show. I did. I did. I tried to watch that. It was fucking awful. (laughs) It was was an abomination. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the, the, the only thing that I really laughed about that was when he went to little Jimmy catching through the belt. He's doing about it. just skits on the floor. I was pissing myself at that. Um, yeah, man. The, the ninja with the referee shirt over his uh, yeah. apparel was quite funny. <laughs> and then him, um, him making a complaint to the manager about the fact it. there's ninjas in the food. On the way out, and like, he just lifts up the thing and the ninja's under there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the also, is, did you see what he was actually eating? It was like gummy bears on a plate and shit yeah. like that. Like, yeah, it was That like, just gives me reminiscence of the boogeyman. That's all that gives me reminiscence of. <laughs> yeah. At this point, boogeyman under at this point I mean, I'd take a return from the boogeyman. I'm surprised he's not <laughs> won the year 24-7 title yet, to be honest. <laughs> oh, sad. Just skulking in the shadows. Um, yeah. Moving on, we get uh, Peyton Royce against Billy Kay, which is a match I'd never thought I'd see. Um, but... They both Talk got new music. Something. I know, I know. I thought having face off at maybe Survivor Series or Clash of or something, but just that's three months away, two months away. I know, and they all did. I know they don't do well, slow burns, do they? Well, the they even didn't like they didn't even acknowledge the fact that Peyton like threw it to Jessamine yeah, and Marina nothing. last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Did a little curtain call afterwards, didn't they? And that hugged each other. That was it. Yeah. That was a bit of nonsense. But they, they both got new music, uh, both sort of new ring gear. Um, I think it wasn't too bad a match. They clearly both got some... Like they clearly both got decent wrestling ability. Um, They've always had it. Just, that's the thing, yeah. They never get to show it on no. the main roster. Um, I, think, and I think you mentioned it last week. It looks It's obvious that Peyton is the one that's getting the push of the two. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, just like I say, my main takeaway from that was why couldn't we have waited a little bit longer to have that? Why did it have to be the week after? Um, so, yeah. Um, on a note, Peyton's finisher, the sort of weird corkscrew neck breaker looks sort of a bit like a crossroads. I don't know. Well, do you know cool what finisher. that is? Before, was it not like the Free Amigos? Free Amigos? Did I say that right? That sounded funny when I said that. The Free Amigos <laughs> from Eddie. <laughs> Back when she first started in NXT, so it was a bit of a long haul of a finisher. So it's, to be it. fair, it's, it's good that she's changed it. Yeah, yeah. No, that looked yeah. cool. As I say, I, I think we're all in agreement she's cleared everyone getting a push. So it'll be interesting. The thing is, I think they need, it's a difficult one, they need some kind of fresh blood, I think, in the women's division, singles, but they also need all the women's tag teams they can get. So, yeah. and 
they shouldn't have broken them. Of all the, the women's tag, the, the, the kind of the purest, I say purest, the most natural women's tag team that they've got and have yeah. had. Um, so yeah, very disappointing. Um, moving on, uh, Mysteria backstage segment with the family. Um, I, I still find this a bit weird. Like, why have we just got his family there all the time, every week, and it's just, yeah, I'm not really a fan of it. Just have yeah. Dominic just come out on his own. He didn't need Ray there. He doesn't need Aaliyah there, and it doesn't need, I don't remember Ray's wife's name. Angie. 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 Ang- um, angry Angie. Angie. <laughs> yeah. really, really happy to be there. <laughs> uh, Murphy was lurking in the background in this segment. Um, and then they come down to the stage, come down the ramp rather, uh, into the ring, um, cut a little bit of a promo, interrupted by Murphy, who then challenges Dominic to a street fight. Um, my question in this was, why do they keep putting Dom in these matches, like, sort of, I say brutal matches, but like street fight? Fools can't knock this anyway. Like, they cover how shite he is. Do you think he's shot because we were singing <laughs> his praises a couple Whoa. of weeks ago? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that'll probably be Vince's ideas. The thing just is, to he's... come in a street fight to cover his weaknesses. Well, that's, that's, you, yeah, that's usually they're like out of like showing how inexperienced someone is. That's why like all the celebrity matches you see are usually weapons based. Weapons based. Yeah. But I like the Pat McAfee one, which was like an anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a... Like the Mayweather one was a street yeah. fight. Uh, um, there was another one I can't even think of what it was mm. but it's a, it's a, usually either a multi-man match or yeah no DQ they're coming uh, for a hot tag a- with a few moves and then they're out yeah the thing yeah. is Dominic isn't I say he's, he's inexperienced he hasn't got that much in regards to in-ring and matches under his belt but he's clearly his training is ridiculous huh? he's been training for years yeah exactly that's the thing he's, he's not coming into it totally green so they don't need to mask over it like with these matches like Put him against some of the like the more cruiserweight wrestlers and have him like jump about a bit. So that's clearly what he's doing. Like and that yeah. being said, I thought like if that match with Murphy was a singles match, if it was again, just a regular it, match, it it goes it goes back to the whole thing we were talking about a minute ago about like WWE rushing everything. Like mm-hmm. that that could have been a singles match, and then we have the street fight on the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, they a, they they win a match each. Or a and... couple, yeah, or a couple of weeks later on Raw, and then. It's, it's more. There's, there's more like flesh on the bone, I guess. Yeah, is the best yeah absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, we get that. Uh, we get the challenge from Murphy. Then we get Drew McIntyre still still knocking about backstage. This time he's lost his phone. The man's full of shit. Um, just needs to go home. <laughs> but obviously we know why he's not going home. But he's just kind of Post, aim, aim Postman Pierce is just trying to look out for him because he hasn't been cleared. You're not clear, Drew. You saw all the shit with Mahardy on fucking social media about not not being cleared. Um, <laughs> after yeah. Head injury. Yeah. Posting Pierce taking this seriously. They don't run a, sh- a sloppy shot. Wow, definitely not. Definitely Did you not. just hear this sentence? You just said it. Postman Pierce <laughs> taking <laughs> it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't even so, take myself seriously there. <laughs> Moving on to uh, women's tag team action, uh, Oscar and Mickey James versus Natalia and Lana. Pretty much a nothing match, nothing to show. I literally, about. all I wrote for this was boring. Yeah, very, very boring. Um, it, it was, Lana it is was, now officially out of the top three ranked contenders for the Raw Women's title. Yeah, I think <laughs> with, with this, it's it's another thing that WWE tend to do where they've got two singles competitors that are due a match, but because they're holding off and holding off and holding off until that match, they have to put them in a multitude of other matches where they're not actually against each other. It's usually a combination of tag matches or whatever. Um, but yeah, like we say, it was, it was kind of boring. It was a nothing match. Um, I'm still not really sold on Lana as a wrestler, um, but I think, and I know to down, I think part of the reason they've teamed her up with Natalia is for the experience, I guess. I think we touched on it last week as well. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I think it's it's going to be. Well, a whilst we're on it, can I just say there's people on the internet who are watching wrestling for the totally wrong reasons, 
due to the fact a lot of people have said Lana's the draw, not Rusev. You're watching That's wrestling for the wrong grief. reason. That's Who are these people? <laughs> the That's darker side of wrestling it? fans. <laughs> <laughs> what was yeah. that, Jay? That's what Vince thought. He thought Lana was the star out of the two. Yeah. Mental. Because Absolutely ridiculous. mental. Because he only pushes blonde-haired women. Yep. Yes, he does. Moving Becky on. Lynch begrudgingly pushed. Bailey begrudgingly <laughs> pushed. <laughs> Moving on, we get uh, a backstage segment uh, with Shelton Benjamin skeptical about Alexander's um, intentions uh, joining the Hurt Business. Um, we then get the VIP lounge um, with the four of them. Um, notice Cedric already had his new Hurt Business coloured tights on, the black and yeah, gold. I'll, I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah, same. Yeah, I thought that was like, great. Like he had them ready. He knew exactly what he yeah. was doing when he packed his suitcase that morning. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that they just had a top that said "I'm in" and didn't have his name on it. Because yeah. that would have been too on the nose for me. That would have been a bit too... Go ahead, really? So. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, did they be oh. the payback? I haven't said the name on. So we get them in the ring giving him his kind of introduction ceremony thing and then they're interrupted by the Raiders, uh, Apollo and Ricochet. Um, we get that match uh, underway, um, a four-on-four. Wasn't too bad, really. Um, I think it was just there as kind of the blow off of uh, Cedric leaving uh, them yeah. and joining the hurt business. Um, did you have anything on well, on the match itself? Uh, yeah, well, they cut it short, didn't they? Because yeah. Ivor got hurt. Um, yeah. No one bothered to tell Ricochet or Michael Cole about that. No, um, <laughs> Cedric hit like just a Michinoku driver. Ricochet kicked out of two. The ref just counted three. Yeah. And then yeah. Michael Cole made a big fucking deal on commentary yeah. about a Ricochet kicked out of two. So it's like, if that was the blow-off for the feud, it fucking isn't now. No. Because <laughs> Michael Cole's just gone, oh, well, Ricochet kicked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, As soon as as soon as soon Ivar hit that um, dive through the ropes and hit the floor, and I saw him throw the hands up, and I was like, oh, it's not often you see... The rest of the ref, usually the ref yeah. there, and yeah. they were immediately over. Uh, and then you, you didn't see anything after that, really. Um, there was a replay, but that was it. I, to be honest, it didn't look that bad. I mean, obviously, I, I didn't take the bump myself, but I, I didn't think there was much in it. It must have been an I awkward saw, landing that I didn't quite see. So that's where my went wrong. Say again, Jay. <laughs> oh, sorry, what did you say, Aaron? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's pissing <laughs> about something, and I've missed it. What did you say? So Aaron? that's where Matt went wrong. So that's where Matt right. went wrong. <laughs> Fuck's sake! It's too soon, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's okay when it comes to dynamite. I'll cover it. <laughs> As you were, Jay. Um, yeah, I saw a picture, and it looked like a mixture of. He clipped his ankle on the rope as he was coming out. Right. But then you see, like, you can see, like, them catching him. And MVP's kind of, like, took a step backwards. So it looks like he's gone, he's landed, like, shoulder first anyway, because I MVP see. wasn't, like, close enough to catch him. Ah. Well, we, um, we don't know what the fallout of that injury is. Hopefully, nothing too major. But, um, was it not the rest of the year he's out? Have they said that? They, they, they not suspect they don't the know, They suspect the collarbone injury, but they don't right. know whether it's going to require surgery. So it could be thinking, a couple of months. It could mm. be the rest of the year. Just depends. I've got a feeling I'm thinking of something else, but I don't know what the something else is. Uh, so next is a backstage segment. Uh, Drew still wondering about. Apparently, he picked up the wrong phone. Um, just and and he can't find the exit either. Fucking dickhead, isn't he? Just, Despite that being his place of work, he doesn't know where the exit is. It was his burner phone. He needed it for his second job. (laughs) (laughs) For his Twitch stream, for that job. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He was doing cameos on his burner phone. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want Vince to catch him. Uh, That's what every Scottish person needs. (laughs) We then get... um, We then get uh, a Raw Underground segment, uh, KO calling Shane McMahon a jackass. There's clearly the tension there from their, their past rivalry. That was quite funny. Yeah. 
Um, and then, and then the bouncer getting like, should I get him? I'm yeah, he's a <laughs> what I found silly and hilarious in this is that Shane was happy to open the door for KO to walk through and no less than five seconds later he's like oh can you open the door for me I'm like you're capable of opening the fucking door Shane what are you playing at <laughs> fucking power play that innit stop being so lazy so reminding that bouncer who pays his fucking wages <laughs> It's almost like his dad runs a company or something. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> He's obviously got a lot well, of sway you know backstage. What say, but... Shit rolls downhill. <laughs> <laughs> so we then get uh, Randy Orton versus Keith Lee. Um, it was all right. It went yeah. a little longer than, than the previous I, encounters, which was nice. I feel like this could have been the match they did a payback and it would have had a better yeah. payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a couple of times uh, where he countered the RKO that was kind of... Just using brute force. Yeah, yeah. And I think that well, would have worked better on a pay-per-view stage. Like you say, it's probably the match that we should have had a payback. Um, but yeah, it was it was all right. Um, I mean, st- uh, as much as we were moaning about them booking the same matches week in, week out, at least this was different from the previous two matches Randy and yeah. Keith have had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. Um, so yeah, it was it was all right. Um, like so, they've not still not given us kind of Lee at his full potential yet. Uh, hopefully, they'll hold off for that for you know a really big match. We might see that at Clash of Champions, maybe Survivor Series. Um, but yeah, we got the the counter, uh, the first counter using just brute force and just kind of standing Stop him up. There. Just stood there and didn't want it. Um, Michael Cole described this. Uh, it made me chuckle. I don't know if anyone else got it, but Michael Cole described Orton as a wily veteran. I wouldn't a say wily. A, a wily veteran. I wouldn't say he's, I mean, he's, he's a veteran. He's not a wily veteran. He's not like... Oh, does he 42? Something like that? Something like that. He's definitely not a wily veteran. Him. Not in my eyes. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, wily was, veteran. You think of someone like Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't. Erratic, you don't think. You don't think of someone like Orton who looks like a fucking film star. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah think yeah. of. Yeah. You think of someone who looks like a little shit who's like, oh yeah, <laughs> wily him. That's it. Dress him the little scamp. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a second RKO countered. Um, this time he just swatted him away. It just didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. And, uh, and it, the thing is, like, like he I, was a fly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> or a, a, a pesky snake if you will um, fucking blue bottle <laughs> or where's the flies that's it <laughs> um, then what I, what I thought about that was like I know why they're showing him countering these RKO's in these particular ways to kind of show him off as strong but I also then thought Randy Orton's face guys are as big as Keith Lee if not bigger how have they not worked out how Big to counter Big Show couldn't it? do that Big Show couldn't do that and he's twice the size of Keith oh. Lee so, yeah, take He's a note. Massive money, the big show. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the third RKO um, takes out uh, Keith Lee. Uh, but then, in turn, Orton is taken out by Drew, who we knew was going to appear again at some point. Um, anyone would think he'd had a, a fractured jaw where he's carrying on, just chucking himself about. Um, but yeah, I got I got a message from an unidentified number saying that Drew is going to appear again. Yeah, uh, after the burner, sounds be like a bur- burner phone. Sounds like uh, a burner phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say love Drew Galloway. Yes, actually, funnily yeah, enough, love ah, Uncle he, Andrew. He might, he might know something about that. I don't know why. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that was there. That was thing. That was that was a match. It was it was decent. Um, but I don't want to kind of sour on Keevely that not that I will, but just having this match over and over again. Like there's only so many times they're going to be able to do this over and over and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> uh, Raw Underground, Alistair Black uh, is already in the ring, kicking the tar out of some other guy. Um, it was announced earlier on in the match. Uh, earlier on in the show, rather, that it would be him and Kevin Owens uh, on Raw Underground. So, yeah, Alistair Black already in the ring. Um, Shane then announces, we're still waiting on KO. And I was like, but you let him in. What do you yeah, mean? Where, I'll, I'll... where is he? Is he hiding behind a chair or something? 
Like you let him in. Probably, you're probably doing some like side bets, like somewhere. <laughs> um, Bounce was probably having a strict, a staying word with him, over calling the the manager a, a jackass. Um, <laughs> fuck knows. WWE in it, mate. <laughs> Not makes sense. So Kevin Owens enters, and um, Alistair Black knocks out his opponent, and they start getting to it, and then we go to Shayna Baszler against the Riot Squad in a two-on-one. Yeah, they put this to a commercial break at a really weird time, didn't they? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand some of the timings and placings of... It, it was like SmackDown when I was saying to you about um, the way they were shooting stuff, but then they were chopping it together like in a weird way. Like, yeah. Like they do an entrance and then they do an, a, a couple backstage segments. It was a similar sort of thing. Yeah, very weird. It was just weird. So, yeah, we get the two-on-one uh, handicap, Shayna against the Riot Squad. Uh, my note here in capital letters says, absolute fucking nonsense. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ruby Riot, um, was it Ruby that pinned Shayna after Nia tells her, you can do better, and she's like, fine, I'll do a Simone drop, and then sort of fluffs it and gets pinned. How can you fluff yeah. a Simone drop? It's just, it's pants. Proper, proper <laughs> pants. Proper rubbish. Um El- it was on the good on the good note. At least she didn't defrob her mic. <laughs> That's true. Are we are we still on that? We're still dwelling yeah. on that. <laughs> 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 so then we go back to our underground, where apparently Ko and Black have been fighting the whole time. Um, so they're still fighting, and then they start fighting other people outside the ring. Uh, and again, my notes. It's just a bit where Owens like swung black into the wall at the end. Uh, I can't remember if it's this or the third time they went back to Raw Underground. It might have been this one, which is why they ended up outside. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was boss. Because he, he had him in like um like a triangle choke. He had him in a triangle, like yeah. And he picked him up and just swung him off into the wall. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but then, yeah, it gets into fisticuffs of other people outside, um, to which I then wrote in capitals, total shit show. Um, just... Let them have a fight and, and stick with it. Stop going to ad breaks. Stop putting other if, matches in between. If any match on the card should have been a street fight, it was that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so then we go back to the ring and we get Nia Jax versus the Riot Squad. Two-on-one handicap match. Um, yeah. Bollocks. Just, <laughs> I don't see the point. I've got nothing on this. Uh, the-, the lights go out. Guess who's they coming. fucked the whole thing up with that as well, in the sense that they announced during. Um, I've, I've, I've literally wrote this like in this part of the notes as well, where it's like me going, "Hang on a minute." Yeah. So they announced during, I believe it was the Street Profits match, that it was going to be Nia versus the Riot Squad in a handicap match. Yeah. Didn't say anything about Shayna. No. Then they did the backstage segment when Drew Spear said he'd lost his phone. Yeah where Postman Pierce was telling them that they were going to both be in handicap matches after Nia had said Shayna should be in a handicap match. Yeah. And then he yeah. went, well, I think you both should be, actually. So I was like, well, how did they know about Nia versus the Riot Squad before Postman before Pierce the- told them? Yeah. and then they might, they might have a burner phone as well. They might have used Drew's burner phone to get maybe Drew inside. Maybe <laughs> Drew texted Kevin Dunn saying, listen to what I've just heard. <laughs> On the great Who's this? <laughs> New number. Yeah. Who this? Love, love Drew Galloway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just bollocks. I, it was yeah. really pointless. And then the lights go out. Obviously, retribution. But the commentary kind of don't cotton on to it straight away. And they just start talking, carry on. The lights go out. And then they suddenly stop. And it was like someone was in their ear going, shut the fuck up. You're not meant to say anything. I don't know. It was, <laughs> the, the whole thing was just really bizarre. And clearly not very well thought out. Um, we then get retribution graphics all over the screens. Um, yeah, they've got a logo now. They have. Um, it looked like someone knocked it up on Microsoft Paint. So it looked like a really. It's It looked like what, so Jay? A shit NWO logo. Yeah, yeah. Like like a Poundland NWO logo. <laughs> <laughs> it was spelled. No, it was just spelled retribution. Just in block capitals, it was uh, yeah. it was made to look like it had been sp- like stenciled spray and spray painted, like yeah. the NWO logo. Ah, yeah. Okay, 
but it was um, a lot more cleaner. Yeah. So we get a promo from them. Photoshop. That's it. <laughs> we get a promo from them. Um, their voices are obviously sort of masked behind some sort of... Um, I can't think of the word. A voice modulator. That's it, modulator. Couldn't think. The same thing that Batman uses, or at least should use, or has used. Batman. That's the one. <laughs> Sounded like the Shockmaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I thought about this. Like In you fairness, could tell, you could tell who both of them were as well. It was Mia Yim and it was Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, yeah. And the both that just sounded like Shockmaster. I was like, <laughs> didn't anyone this. that anyone that doesn't know, type in YouTube WCW Shockmaster. That's all you need. You will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> um, in fairness, I thought some of their chat in the promo was was quite good. I liked the whole like. The actual verbiage of it was brilliant. Like yeah. a really good promo. Yeah. They just didn't need the silly fucking voice effects. They didn't. Nah. They, they could have just as easily had them unmask and say that. True. I think they just and would then, obviously hold off on the illusion for a bit longer, but I get they what you mean. They haven't got a fucking clue who it is, do they? Mm. Mo- Mojo Rawley was one of them this week. Yeah, I heard. Heard that as well. Yeah. I mean, he's well, not really he... doing anything, is he? Like Gronk's gone, so he's got no one to hold no. up anymore. Is he himself. still there? Uh, Gronk's gone, isn't he? Oh, what? Him or Mojo? Mojo. Apparently so. <laughs> yeah, just in case they want to bring Gronk back. <laughs> Job for life. So, um, yeah, we got a promo from them. And like you say, the verbiage was, was really good, talking about seeping into the pores of the superstars and the WWE universe. Um, like yeah, a plague of locusts. That's it. Yeah, that's the one. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um then we go back to Raw Underground, where Kevin Owens and Alistair Black are still going. And that must be the longest match on Raw since probably, I don't know, the last gauntlet match that they had. Because if we're, we're assuming they were fighting through every ad break and every other match going on in the ring, yeah. that match was about half an hour. Yeah, also, like, why would they cut the camera from that to, like, a shit match? Like, fucking... Naya versus the Riot Squad. Yeah, yeah. Like total nonsense. Kevin Owens and Alistair Black beating the living shit out of each other in Raw Underground's well more entertaining. That's money. And keep the camera on it. Don't show me anything else. The only thing I was upset about was Alistair Black got rid of his eye patch. Yeah. Didn't look like Solid Snake anymore. Did he look like he had um he didn't look like what, sorry? Didn't look like Solid Snake anymore. Solid Snake, excellent. (laughs) Um, Um that was upsetting. Yeah. I didn't. I couldn't tell if he had a a contact lens or not, like a black contact lens. I don't yeah, know if they it was just. They didn't go close enough to it. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like a poor lighting or like just the quality of the stream I was watching it on. But yeah, um, then that massive guy Dabakota runs in and just Dabakato. ruins both. That's it, Dabakato. Yeah. Um, just comes in and ruins them both. Um, maybe we get a, a triple threat raw underground. I don't know if that's a thing they do there or on him. Um... On Raw, so Kevin Owens basically said he's going back to Raw Underground to take out Dabakato next week. Oh, okay. Um, so he's probably going to get battered by Dabakato next week. Probably, yes. Yeah. Um, or Dabakato just gets squashed. <laughs> yeah, don't think that's going to happen. He's the size of him. He's huge. Seen the size of him. <laughs> um, then backstage yet again, uh, Randy Orton walking around feeling really sorry for himself, uh, gets taken out by Drew. Maximum Claymore is what I wrote. This was this was like um, <laughs> Maximum Claymore. Wow. This was like a um, really shitty action movie where like there's like the the villain who's just like getting injured bit by bit and he's staggering <laughs> through like oh, oh, God. Yeah, and you were like, Oh, I kind of feel sorry for Randy. It's like why he's a horrible bastard. He's a horrible, horrible, detestable bastard. He booted an old man in the head. <laughs> Several, wow. several old men in the head. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's what happened there. They were on that weird kind of backstage ring setup thing that they had for for the promos. Um, yeah, it's a good job that the claymore is kind of a move that the opponent is in control of, kind of landing as a bump because that ring sounded hard. There's no springs under that. Imagine yeah. taking anything else on that. It <laughs> had gone through the thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. uh, so moving on to main event. Um, oh, hold on. Oh. Before the main event. Oh, I do. I do. I do. I do. 
How are you doing? Oh, I'm getting loaded into the ambulance. I'm oh, yes. Put here. Disappointed Drew didn't flip it. <laughs> they'd, they'd, set, they'd set a precedent with Braun doing it to Rome, and I was kind of looking forward to that. Oh, well, he had his burner phone. He could have... Could have yeah, po- <laughs> Postman Pierce was sending it off, so usually exactly. the shenanigans when Postman Pierce is doing that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, disappointed no, not to see that. Just sent Orton to the local medical facility. Um, <laughs> I say, they always say the local medical facility, but we know where they are. Like, they're in Orlando. Yeah. Like, just say it's gone to Orlando Hospital, making out like it could be a different well, one. I think No, because then people would go to yeah. the hospital looking for them. What, because they genuinely think he's gone there? That's why they don't yeah. say it. That, that <laughs> is, is it actually? Keep is still real. <laughs> Good yeah, grief. it's so, it's so like um, fucking nuts. Don't go to the hospital trying to find the wrestlers. Like we're ripping the we're ripping the pitch, but the team at the English at the same time, it's the legit reason they don't say hospital. Oh yeah, right then. Well, every day's a school day. Absolutely. <laughs> Moving on to um, the final match um, of Raw, Dominic Mysterio versus uh, Murphy. Uh, Mysterio family come down holding uh, kendo sticks, um, which just kind of stuck away stick. straight away, isn't it? Kendo, what? Kendo stick. <laughs> Pretty much kind of gives away what's what's going to happen. Like, again, like, give me a bit of suspense. Have them pull them from under the ring later on, rather than just going to strut down with them. Clearly, we're going to use them anyway. Yeah. Um, back and forth here and there. Um, then Dominic, like the first kind of big moment in that for me was Dominic flying off the top of the screens, yeah. which looked pretty cool. Um, and again, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago seeing a bit more interactivity with um, the, the screens and. and the Thunderdome kind of environment and, and using that to people's advantage, which is pretty cool. Um, it looked like it was pretty high up as well, to be fair. Yeah. I don't know if it was um, the camera angle that sold it or if it was genuinely quite high up. Yeah, it was, it was shot like low down and yeah. up, wasn't it? So yeah. it could have been to disguise the height, but it, it did look high. It did mm. look very high. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get that. Um, so... Another thing that I wrote down on this, and I wrote down kind of more points about not what happened in the match, but just the kind of setting in the environment. Um, it was a no DQ. It's a street fight. So it's no DQs. The Mysterio family are clearly there for a tear up. And yet they don't step in at any point. Even when, even no. when Murphy threatens to push Dominic's face onto the steps and they just stood there with sticks. I'm like, there's no DQ. Why aren't you just pummeling him from the off? Just yeah. hit him. So, Again, and that's why I was like, well, don't have them come down to the ring with the sticks. Have them pull them yeah. out of something and then they react to it. Because stood there with the, sticks while your son's getting beaten up and not doing anything. Makes you look like a bad parent. The, there was another bit actually with the kendo sticks, which I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where um, Dominic was tied up in the ropes by Murphy yeah. to like replicate that beating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Ray pulls the stick out the ring. And Murphy yeah. like rolls out the ring to chase him. And he rolls right past another kendo stick that's already in the ring. <laughs> and I was just like, well, when you just fucking pick just that one, soft it's one of those invisible ones that they obviously didn't see it. Pillock. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like I said, it just, you know, it was, it was a bit of a weird one. Everyone's got sticks. No one's using it. It was just a weird match. match. Yeah. It was really odd. Like it was good, but it was just like, like, I, I mean, it, even to like, just fast forward to the ending where, yeah. Murphy's beaten by the Mysterio family like he's a fucking baddie in a Scandinavian horror film. <laughs> yeah. I thought that and was the a villagers are fucking bound him at yeah, the yeah. end. That's it, yeah. Eight, 84 kendo stick hits, right? 84? But, yeah, but the quarter of them count because Angie hit some pretty piss poor one. Angie was stroking him <laughs> with the man. I don't know, the, la- the last one Angie <laughs> hit though was fucking loud. <laughs> Where Murphy um, like submitted to it. Yeah, one standout spot from this was the sunset flip bomb through the table outside. Yes. That made me sit up a bit. Like, I wasn't bored by the match, but I was like, it's a street fight. I'm waiting for some big spots. And he really left it. Yeah. Even even the speed of it was amazing. Yeah, he just whipped into it. The only thing is, when they show the replay, you see Dominic goes through first. Ah, okay. 
he goes ass first through the table before Murphy hits it. Ah. So I was like, oh, Kevin, well, done you, done it was like, why did you show that angle of the yeah, fucking yeah. thing? If they had shown the original angle, you wouldn't have been fine but, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nevertheless, it was it was kind of a cool spot. Awesome. Um, awesome and then yeah, like we say, that it kind of ends with um them just twatting the bejesus uh Murphy with the sticks. Uh it, yeah. yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good it was a good match. Like I did enjoy it. Mm. Like I we just said earlier, the ending was odd, especially because yeah. they just kind of they just cut the end of Raw mm. of the Mysterios beating the shit out of Murphy with it. <laughs> I, I, I literally was like, is, "How long until this is an international incident?" <laughs> <laughs> Someone from the embassy comes in and goes, "An Australian, Australian got, like, embassy, yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've done so much damage. We're going to have to take him to a local medical facility. <laughs> <laughs> And so that was raw.